Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to talk about an inexpensive and easy treat that you can make for your friends and family this holiday season. It's something that is a bit unusual because it's using an ingredient you don't usually use this way, at least not very often here. And it's so easy. You can make it with these two ingredients, but you can also experiment a little bit and then change the flavors. Yes, because I said flavor, you already know we're going to talk about food. So take out your big book of stuff and turn to the cooking section and maybe to the holiday treats subsection, because today we're going to talk about how to make candied walnuts. Let's get started. We've already talked about how earlier in the year, things don't have to make a lot of impact just because they're expensive, but also things that are not expensive can make a very large impact indeed. Just making something for someone else and show how much you care. So in this gift, which is an inexpensive gift as well as a treat, you'll be able to show someone that you took the time to make something for them. So for this to work, you're going to need a bag of walnuts. You're going to need some sugar. I'm not going to tell you how much because this is very much a let's see how it works kind of thing. Uh, and, and we'll get into some measurements later, but you have to be a little bit flexible. And then you might also want some butter. You don't have to. I'm not going to tell you to have butter if you're not into that. Honestly, I've made this without butter, and it works just fine. It's a little bit different of a texture, but it still works just fine. And then you're going to want some other flavorings if you want to be adventurous. And we'll get into those a little bit later. Now what we're going to do is you're also going to need a pan for this. I forgot about that part. Preferably a non-stick pan or a well-seasoned skillet. And what you're going to do is generally about a handful of nuts and maybe a cup of sugar, a little more, a little less, depending on how big your hand is. And I know that's a weird measurement, so let's give you some real measurements for people who are more meticulous. So if you just have to have some kind of measurement, you need about a cup and a half of walnuts and maybe, I wanna say a half a cup of sugar. But again, it comes down to what you're using. You might not be using white sugar. You might be using brown sugar. You may be using maple sugar. You may be using vanilla sugar. You may be using cane sugar. You may be using sugar beet sugar. I don't know. So it does change a little bit because the melting rate, even though it's all sugar, is a little bit different. And I'm aware of that. And now you are too. Yay. But, <laughs> but it really comes down to your personal preference. They will stick together at the end of this, so you're, you're going to want to be ready to separate them, and they will be extremely hot. You will burn yourself if you try to put your fingers in there, so make sure you have some 
something to divide them with, preferably either some chopsticks or some spatulas that can get very hot and not be damaged, and you're going to need that ready. So you might want to spray them down with a non-cooking spray, I mean a non-stick cooking spray, or um, you can even butter them or Crisco them or whatever it is you do. And no, Crisco did not sponsor me. So let's say that you've got this all set. What are you going to do? Well, what you're going to do is you're going to get your pan, bring it up to a low temperature. You do not want this super screaming hot because that's how you scorch your butter and you scorch your sugar the same way. You do not want to scorch the sugar. Everything will taste burned and unless you like that kind of thing, you're not going to like what happens. So make sure you do this very slowly. Also, you'll need to give this your full attention. You can't just turn this on and walk away. That again will scorch everything and you won't like what happens. Not at all. Not to your pot, not to your band, and not to your well-being and peace because it's very frustrating to scorch sugar. It's worse than scorching butter. So once you've got everything together, place your sugar in the pan and then place your walnuts in the pan and try to spread them out a little bit. And again, they don't have to be walnut halves. I currently have a bag of shelled walnut pieces and they are not halves. And no one cares if it's a half a walnut or a piece of walnut. It's not that serious. It's really not. But once you get it going, turn it up and then begin to stir it around with one of those spatulas. You will find that faster than you think probable, that sugar will begin to melt and it will liquefy. And once that happens, you want to make sure you've been thoroughly moving those walnuts around so they get equally coated. Once they are completely coated and everything's caramel looking, take them out immediately and spread them onto parchment paper, waxed paper, whatever it is you have that's non-stick, if you don't have anything like that then you will have to put it on something else. It can be a silicone board, but it needs to come out, even if it's onto another skillet that has nothing else in it, but you need to get it out of there and off the heat. Now remember, we did talk about these are hot and you needed those two other spatulas. That's because now you need to spread them out. Do not just let them sit in a clump because it will become a clump. You've seen peanut brittle, right? Unless you're trying to go for walnut brittle, this is the time to make sure they're spread out as much as possible. They will try the stick, it's okay. Just keep spreading them out and it will be fine. Now, some people have suggested that you sprinkle them with cornstarch. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Please don't be that person. If you want to sprinkle something else on them at this point, maybe a good cinnamon sugar dusting would be good. But don't put starch on them. Please don't. That's just, no, just just don't. Please don't. I'm, I'm asking you. Please don't. Uh, once this is all done, you could also sprinkle them with confectioner sugar, and that would be better than a cornstarch or a potato starch. Please don't be the starch person. Please. Thank you. But going back to what I said in the last section of this podcast, if you want to make a walnut brittle, this is how you do it. Add even more walnuts and even more sugar, and you could just let it all, like, you know, once you pull it out, just kind of, like, settle it into a really large 
large wad or large layer and just make it a brick. Make it a, a really spread out piece and let it dry, come down to room temperature, and then you can smash it up into pieces like brittle. But to do that, you want to add extra sugar because you want there to be enough to have that sugar layer and not be solid walnut. It'll be great, okay? And also, we're about to get into what I said earlier about variations on this recipe. So let's start right here. The first variation would be you could add a little butter and or margarine, it's up to you, in order to facilitate the melting and let it be a different flavor, a little bit richer, it's up to you. Again, everything is your choice. Do not try to make this, and I can't stress this enough, do not try to make this by putting pepper into it. Because I know people like hot and spicy or salt and spicy, but don't do that in the skillet because you could cause yourself to cough. So if you want to add cayenne pepper to your recipe, wait till they're out and then put a sprinkling like a pinch over the whole thing and shake them once they're separated and at room temperature. That way you can control how hot and spicy your walnut can be. Because again, some people like hot candy uh, walnut and I'm not going to be in the way of you living your life. But let's talk about some more variations on the recipe. Another variation is to add salt. You can add ground salt, like kosher salt, sea salt, regular table salt. You know, you can add Himalayan pink salt, whatever you want. You can put Celtic salt, whatever kind of salt you want, you can put it in there. And that will give it just a little bit more of a kick as far as that salty feel and taste that people might like. Another thing you can do is sprinkle them on while they're cooling, uh, sprinkle the salts on. You can also put in a dash of vanilla while it's in the skillet cooking or in the pan cooking. I use the non-skid stick pot, so it's up to you. Some people use earthenware. I have a thing about that. If you're using earthenware, you got to be really careful. You you kind of want to be careful with anything you use that's of that kind of material. Also, you can use a ceramic uh, Dutch oven because that surface is easier to hold the high heat and you can add other things to this recipe that you might not really expect people to add. Like once you get it going, you could theoretically put berries in there, little pieces, but understand that if you do that, you have to refrigerate it and it's not going to taste the way you think. So make sure these berries are dried. Uh, for me, dried elderberries are really good to put in there and you can even put in dried blueberries. They're very small, they're very coarse, so maybe uh, grind them down to a powder first if you have someone who has tender or weak teeth, and then that way you can put that powder in the skillet while everything's cooking, and it will be really rich and put throughout the whole flavor of the walnut. You can also dust it as well while it's cooling down and the sugar is still warm. How do we make these a gift, right? <laughs> you can easily just, you know, put them in a brown paper bag and say, here you go, put a bow on it, and it would be a welcome gift. But you can kind of dress it up a bit. The coffee filters are inexpensive, especially if they're reusable. Yes, there are reusable coffee filters. Uh, but if you have reusable coffee filters, understand that you want that metal filter back so let them know you want it back but use coffee filters and you can wrap them preferably biodegradable ones 
wrap your walnuts in there and put a bow and then you can put that in a piece of fabric and then put a bow around that if you don't want to do it that way you can hand them off as a gift in a jar uh, many people who use those foil pans for giving cookies as treats during this holiday season can use jars instead. Remember we talked about fighting the jar addiction. So this is one way to get those jars out of your house. If you've been saving jelly jars all year, this is your chance. This is your time. Woo! Also make sure if you give this as a gift that the person is not allergic to nuts. Just want to point that out. Now there's another way that this can be a gift and this is something that many people don't think about I think and that is a shame. We're learning the tradition of passing down cooking and leisure crafts to our younger generation and to each other and one way that you can gift, gift this is to actually, excuse me, <laughs> I keep wanting the cough, I keep repeating myself, is to actually share the making of this treat with others. Uh, get together and teach them how to make it. You know, it could be a two-part gift. Give them the nuts and then show them how to make them or include the recipe. That way, it's something that you can share and it will be a gift that keeps on giving. I know that's trite. I know we've said it all the time uh, in this culture about the gift that keeps on giving, but it really will be. Because once a skill is learned, it's something that becomes a part of a person. It's their, li it's their library of knowledge and it's really special you know I know that you know this might be a little bit weird to say that but I'm a weird person I'm kind of nutty in a way oh come on you knew there was a mom joke coming come on you knew it don't groan don't groan come on it wasn't that bad we are talking about walnuts I had to say nutty somewhere along the line all right Now something else you can do that's a lot of fun, and this is going to be tied into an episode we're going to do later this season, is that walnut treats can be one of the ornaments on your Christmas treat tree, or on your other holiday, holiday decoration, you know, montage or escapes, because some people don't celebrate Christmas, some people celebrate winter solstice, but you still might have a tree, or you still might have those little decorations with orbs or with other kind of uh, gift containers and this is something you can put in those again we're going to get into that in another episode during this season but walnuts would definitely be a wonderful addition and what was a wonderful addition to this episode was pickled pink by Kevin McLeod and we got that episode music today from his submission to freepd.com so we want to give him credit even though it's royalty free and free for use we always want to give him credit and Kevin I'm a big fan I'm following your music everywhere so just wanted to share that here and I guess we've come to the end of this episode I hope you enjoyed it I hope it made you smile I hope it's something that you might try and I can't really say whether or not these recipes work with nuts other than maybe almonds but I'm not really trying to push nothing personal nothing against the almond industry but I'm not pushing almonds right now and even though I like them 
I cannot in good conscience conscience push them because let's just be be practical. My husband is a beekeeper. My husband actually removes bees and rehomes them and also gets rid of wasps and hornets but those aren't rehomed <laughs> but he cuts them out ethically he, he does cutouts and I know that what's happening to the bees in these huge almond farms is killing them it, it's actually killing them on a large scale so I'm not going to push that. I'm not going to cover that as far as how to increase your almond use. I'm not saying don't eat almonds. I'm not saying don't drink almond milk. I'm not coming down on you if that's what you want to do. I'm not going to get in the way of that. But for me, this is where I stand. I'm going to just make this my line in the sand, ten toes down. So that's that's why I'm doing it. So. Um, excuse my rant. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, I'm so happy. If you didn't, I'll try to do better. And I want to thank you for listening to it. And I love sharing fun things like this with my friends and we're friends, right? So I'll see you next time here on my magical cottage core life. <laughs>